everybody, welcome back to the Middle Age Sports Spectacular. I am your illustrious host, Dave Plazic, joined this week by Doug, Pat, and Brian Pepe. That's why they call you the voice. Just out there inspiring people. I I am. Just doing it. How's everybody doing? Never been better. In my entire life, every time. Every day gets better. That's the thing. Pat, I'm when you're living like I'm me, every shitting. every day gets better. This is great. <laughs> every day, every day is a gift. Sucks. Yeah. I gotta ask you because we always get to put our names up. Dog, did you put adaptable arpegate arp, What the hell is that word? I absolutely did not. But I'm leaving it up because it's such a fun word that I've never heard of before. <laughs> is it arpeggiator? I think so. A r p e g g i a t o r. And then right next to you in the window is Pat, who named himself Stan. Who's Stan? No one. I just want to go very bland today. I thought that was like an homage to that Eminem song there. Oh. Nope. That was a good song, though. Is that the one with Dido? Yes. Yeah. That was Eminem at his peak. I used to like Eminem back then. I don't think I've listened to an Eminem song in a very long time, but I used to quite like him. He changed his style a little bit as he got older, and he was like kind of hit or miss. Uh, the album Kamikaze was very, very good. I really enjoyed that album. And then, his, then he like quickly came out with another album that has one solid tune on it, and the rest is total garbage. I know literally nothing and about my song. professional rap assessment. And out of all of us, you are the professional rap aficionado, if if I if you will. That is incorrect. You're not. Doug would be that guy. Yeah, Doug yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a sleeper. I apologize. I'm I'm a sleeper rap aficionado. You never know know by looking at me. Whenever whenever I go on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, you're going to be my lifeline when it comes to rap now. I'm excited. Yeah. That's that's a good They still make that show, or are you just dating yourself? Oh, no, they do. No, they still do. Jimmy Kimmel hosts. Ugh. Oh, wait, no. I'm thinking of... No, who's the guy I'm thinking of? Jimmy Fallon? I like Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Fallon is the guy I don't like. Never liked Jimmy Fallon. He did that Awful. fever pitch movie. I couldn't stand him ever since then. So there's two kinds of people in the world: mm-hmm. people who liked fever pitch and people that didn't. Yes. And I choose to be friends with people that didn't, because yeah. I trust their character. That's the right call. I didn't like it. I'm not just saying that because I want to be your friend. <laughs> Pat, on the other awful. hand, loved it, but I didn't mind it. Oh, yeah. Whatever. See, yeah. Ugh, that's why we can't stand you. It's fine. It just. You, you never help your own cause, Pat. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> I've given up. I got a hell of a fun fact for you guys this yes. week. Yes. Hell of a fun fact. It's going to blow your mind, and I knew that I had to research this to to talk through it. There's only a piece to this that I don't... I think that the time is quite a bit exaggerated, but here it is. Did you know that it is possible to win Monopoly in 21 seconds? That Statistically so. speaking... This super short game would occur once every 253,899,891,671,040 games. And here's how it happens. Oh, yeah. I want to know this. Player one, turn one. Roll 6-6. Six, six, lands on Electric Company. Action none. Doubles. Therefore, rolls again. Roll 6-6. Six, six, lands on Illinois Avenue. Action none. Doubles. Therefore, roll again. Rolls. 4-5. Lands on Community Chest. Pulls the card. Bank error in your favor. Collect $200. Action. Collects $200. Now is 1700 
Player two, turn one, roll two, two, lands on income tax. Action, pay 200 bucks. Now it's $1,300. Doubles, therefore rolls again. Rolls five, six, lands on Pennsylvania Railroad. Action, none. Almost done. Player one, turn two, roll two, two, lands on Park Place. Action, purchase 350. Now it's 1350. Double, therefore rolls again. Rolls one, one, lands on Boardwalk. Purchases 400. Now it's 950. Doubles, therefore rolls again. Rolls 3-1, lands on Baltic Avenue, collects $200 for pass and go, now has $1,150, purchase three houses for Boardwalk, two for Park Place, $1,000, now has $150. Player 2, turn 2, rolls a 3-4, lands on Chance, advance to Boardwalk, action, advance to Boardwalk, rent is $1,400, only has $1,300, bankrupt, game over. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Who, who figured that out? $253 trillion. 899 billion and change tries and you'll get that you know you know how i win at monopoly because my wife likes to play monopoly a lot and i will just grind her down until she quits so i don't two kinds of people in this world yeah people that like monopoly and people that don't like monopoly yeah i don't like monopoly but i like to make her like it less than i like it that's my goal when we play monopoly i'm a good husband yeah you are certainly yeah she's she's a lucky woman he is a lucky woman. I've never told her that, and I never will. No, not to her face. You don't want I, her to I think apologize she's too good. to her for yeah. you. I, I offer my empathy uh, yeah. often. I, I just don't want her to think she's too I get her a drink good. when she's when she's trying to, you know, drink away the pain. Yeah. All right. This um, is she has wonderful children, <laughs> and you had does. you had you had something to do with that. So I did. I, I guess if did so you? facto, did you're you? kind of okay. I think I'm pretty decent. I'm alright. You do like yourself. Yeah, yes, he does. I'm a fan. <laughs> alright, let's move on to the show. We had a few things to cover today. Some A uh, little bit of news out there in the, in the world, but I think I wanted to start with this because it's, it's everywhere. It's a pretty big deal, and it's pretty crazy. So I'm sure you, everybody here knows about what's going on with NASCAR and what happened with Bubba Wallace. Um, so Bubba Wallace is a black race car driver and recently found in his stall somebody hung a noose which is pretty fucking nuts and awful and disgusting and and all kinds of terrible adjectives that just go with that so first fuck that person but what happened what came out of that was pretty awesome and i had to i had to explain a little bit to my wife so what happened was all the at the beginning of the race, all the other drivers got out of their cars and helped push Bubba Wallace to the front, to the pole position. Mm-hmm. And for those that don't watch NASCAR, those folks all race a time trial before the race to find their position. So to put them into the pole position is a pretty, that was a really cool gesture. But even bigger than that was, you know, this is NASCAR. And if you think that NASCAR has not been labeled as a racist sport or their fans are racist, then you've been living under a rock. Uh-huh. So for for NASCAR, and I'll turn this over to you guys in a second, for NASCAR to first ban the Confederate flag, which, by the way, I think at least one, if not two, racers quit NASCAR right after that happened. After they banned the Confederate flag, that's a huge statement by a, a sport, again, that has been questioned about racism in the past. And then for this to happen, like, that is huge. It, it just, it, it was such an amazing statement. I actually got like felt emotional about it it was so cool to see i just um, I, I don't understand how they don't know who did it 
Somebody that's, has to know who did it. There's cameras everywhere. There's like no way that there's not cameras in there. Well, like, and, and did you see what the FBI ruled? No. That it's not a hate crime. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Sure. Sure. Then yep. what is it? And that guy I don't joke. know what, what a practical say. joke got horribly wrong. Don't shoot it the was messenger. Not good if that's what it was. It's definitely no. a hate crime. I can't believe you have yeah. that stance. Um, no, no. no the FBI. No, that came out a couple like. Three, Why are you defending the FBI? I'm not. I'm not defending anyone. It's. Wow. I don't know what to say. Like I don't. I don't understand how you could say it's not a hate crime. Were they putting it so they could promote the fine people making rope? Is that what they were trying to do? And it was just know. insensitive. It's fucking awful. Yeah. So I I don't understand how the FBI would come there's, to that conclusion. There's been so much frustration with this with everything that's happened, and and, and this is a big part of it. it. Like that, that was a hate crime, guys. Uh, the, <laughs> Like There's I didn't, I didn't need an FBI. I didn't need an FBI investigation to know yeah. that was a hate crime. I was hoping they'd find the person and right give him justice. But yeah. uh, no, apparently they don't even well, consider it a hate crime. For, to Doug's point, though, there's cameras everywhere. You know how much money is involved in NASCAR. You cannot tell me that there's a not a camera in that area for you to be able to see who did it. So other people know. And as great as the gesture was, and I'm not trying to diminish the gesture of pushing the car up one of those guys are the ones that did it it was somebody that was involved in nascar i yeah I could it be had wrong. to be it, it had has to be. to be somebody that had access to that area if they could figure out who deflated the fucking footballs in the right. playoffs they could they could figure out no one deflated performed. the footballs in the playoffs jesus christ <laughs> one two i i don't bring jesus into this <laughs> Two, I don't necessarily think it was someone. I mean, it's someone that has some sort of access. Agreed, but I'm not a hundred percent sure if it was anyone necessarily doing that gesture. Maybe I mean, not. if it, it right, it, we can't say that everybody there that was out on that track, like everybody that was involved, was out on that track. Yeah, it, we, we, there, there definitely could be. Right, but but I guarantee you, somebody knows who did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, the, yeah. No, I mean to your point, the, the, there's got to be cameras. There, if 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 there if someone doesn't know, then there's got to be a pretty damn good. I don't know that he did it, but he was. Then at, we're talking conspiracy theory. Like there, it's just if there's a yeah. conspiracy at hand, because more then probably more than one person knows. But either way, they're the ones who are hiding and looking like a fucking coward, mm. while Bubba Wallace continued to race. So you know, Bubba Wallace is at he's he's at the forefront of everything right now in NASCAR, and uh, it's just. There's a couple, you know, you need things like this to happen in NASCAR. Not that, but you, yeah, a sport like NASCAR to be kind of progressive to come together and just say we're not tolerating this is huge. Yeah, you know, one of the other things that happened, I mentioned the Confederate flag. Did you guys read? Uh, speaking of big voice, Stone Cold Steve Austin's response yes. on Facebook so to good. I have to read this. Pat, did you hear about this? No. Do you know who Stone Cold Steve Austin is? Yes, I do. Yeah, so pretty big superstar. He is a wrestler, but we're talking about a, a, almost a household name. I mean, people yeah. who don't watch wrestling know who this guy is. So they're not sure if it was this May that it was posted or if it was in years past. Uh, I couldn't find that. But it, so it was a guy who posted on Facebook, and it said it was a response to the Confederate flag banning. 
And he said, for us, it wasn't a sign of hatred or hate or ignorance. It's a sign of Southern pride, a pride in who you are, where you come from, from the people who come from the people you know, stood for heritage, lineage, family. It's a big run on. And pride never stood for hate ever. Steve Austin responds in all capitals. And he says, that's nice and all, but if I recall, it don't matter what it means to you because to African-Americans everywhere, it's a symbol of oppression, hatred, and inequality. So your little heritage, not hate story, don't mean shit because your stupid little heritage was built on the backs of slaves. And identifying that with the kind of sort of definitely makes you trash in the Texas rattlesnake's eyes. So you could continue to spew your bullshit, but just know that none of us care, you dumb racist some bitch. And that's the bottom line. So great. I mean, in that's typical just stone cold fashion. That is perfectly said. Yep. And that's a guy that, you know, if you were ignorant, you would think, well, he's a Southern boy. Yeah, and, absolutely. He's and a Texas like rattlesnake. I mean, he, right. So, yeah. I mean, that's unfair to also judge or, or to say that or assume that, but there are people that would. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I don't know. A couple, couple big moments. I think, you know, there's more, unfortunately, or unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to look at it, there's more to come. Yeah. I think there has to be, you know, mm-hmm. this, this is, just add into it. It was yeah. good move by NASCAR. I'm liking what NASCAR is doing. I really, absolutely. I still don't like watching NASCAR. Um, yeah, I'm not going to watch it. I'm, I'm not going to, but gonna it's a great gesture for that. To your point for them to, to ban the Confederate flag is a huge move. They, I'm sure they lost a ton of fans. Yeah. You know, if they're losing two just whole drivers, they're losing a ton of fans because of this, at least for yeah. temp, at least temporarily. I don't know if it's a permanent thing, but to make a stand and say that's what we have to do because that's what's right, that's amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. I've actually been trying to get into NASCAR a little bit, and I I haven't done that in probably like 25 years. Personally, I like the image of them saying, we are not a racist organization. That's appealing to me because somewhat maybe, as Dave said, unfairly, I'm kind of judging NASCAR as this, you know, all white, all right organization where they don't really welcome in minorities. Everyone, They're not very yeah. inclusive, I should say. That's that's the uh, the perception that I have of them. And then, you know, the gesture of them bringing Bubba Wallace's car like proved me wrong. I, yeah, I and Richard Petty too. Yeah, Richard Petty's uh, sponsors Bubba Wallace, I believe. I may have that incorrect, but or, or no, he manages them or something. But yeah, Richard Petty's a huge name. And now Richard Petty, Petty you, is like him and Dale Earnhardt are the two base basically racers of all time yeah in nascar yeah Yeah. so for richard petty to to support bubba wallace the way he has that's a big deal that's really and that's really awesome that was the first time he went to a race post-covid that's right that's right because richard petty's in his 70s i think right yeah Yeah. he's old he's up there he was old when i was a kid yeah (laughs) he just (laughs) looked like an old man when i was a kid that's Um, true but as far as nascar goes like yeah, I think I need an app to tell me when the last five laps are because right. I, I can't sit through all 400 of them. Yeah, like it's just it's a bit much for me. Can you do daily, can you do daily fantasy for, for NASCAR? And oh, yeah. Know, oh, that, that's why I've kind of been trying to pay attention because it's the only game this play. Going. Yeah. yeah. If you could lose money on it, you guys are going to watch it. I couldn't put anything past money. you. Well, <laughs> I, I will add this, though. There will be some. Uh, There'll be another game you can play. So as of the last 15 minutes, we're recording on Tuesday. Major League Baseball will be coming back. Breaking no way. Players and owners. News? 
Yep, players and owners agreed. It will be uh, spring training 2.0. Hold on, everybody. We have breaking news report from Pat. Pat's our eyes in the sky. Pat, yeah. tell us, what's going on in baseball? So spring training 2.0 will be starting on July 1st. Yes. Uh, it will be a 60-game season. It sounds like the target date is uh, July 24th to start. So they uh, just a couple tidbits that it sounds like they agreed upon. Um, tidbits. There is going to be a 60-person player pool, so it doesn't have to be everyone on the 40-man roster. And they basically that 60-man is the taxi squad, is the people that don't make it uh, on the original 30-man roster. So after two weeks, it goes down to 28, and after two more weeks of the regular season, it goes down to 26. They're going to have they're potentially two teams in Nashville of unsigned players. What? J- just to get right, just so if you need a free agent. So they're going to have two. T- that's the, the story. Two teams in Nashville's. And then if you want one of those players, the Major League Baseball will have to pay a small fee to sign one of them. Can't tell if you're fucking. I'll be honest with no, you. No, I'm, I'm actually first, not. I, I'm sure everything you said was great. Most of it I didn't hear because I was too busy trying to change my name on here to Timmy Tidbits. <laughs> and then at the same time, Pepe changed his to Stan's Tidbits. So. <laughs> Yep. But the I'm only sure one who did it is, is is Doug because his name is so good. He's I'm the still arpe- the arpeggiator. Arpeggiator. But, but I'm sure everything Pat said was great. I'm Baseball's sure it was great. Back. Baseball's back. When I when I listened to it, when I edit it, I'll hear yeah. everything. So baseball's back. What's the how many games? Sixty. Yeah, could you just say our, everything over again? <laughs> could you just no? Don't. An arpeggiator is a synthesis tool that uses MIDI or control voltages yeah. to cycle. All right, who cares? I thought it was better than that. I'm glad <laughs> so, you did right, that because I was waiting for the right time to do it, and I don't think there was a right time. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. You're welcome. So they're going to have two teams in Nashville for free agents if you want to just grab a guy? What? Sounds like just keep them fresh. Is there – are they doing – you probably already said this, but are you <laughs> – we're going to listen back to this part and go, what the fuck were we talking? Like, <laughs> none of us listened to him. I did listen. No, we didn't listen. Are they doing any like cool, different changes, rule changes, extra innings, start a guy in second base, anything fun like that? Yes. They're doing Ooh. that. I read that yeah. on Twitter. So they're doing that. The, the one I cannot figure out is Universal DH. I think they're going to do that for 2020. But I can't. I haven't completely confirmed that yet you can't figure out how that works it's where no, your pitcher no, doesn't no, hit no. <laughs> when i checked it, earlier today that was part of the proposal yeah that's the promise there's so many this was part of the recent proposal this was part of the proposal weeks ago yeah. so i haven't seen that officially come out in the last half hour but doug i agree i think that is going to end up being yeah. a thing i i think it makes too much sense this year they said, gonna do when it, i read it it was they it. said it was going to be a health issue well they said they were going to do it under the agreement they didn't they really didn't actually come to an agreement per se <laughs> they they came the, the agreements so for just health it, yeah um right <laughs> manfred did the 60 game he implemented right. that so there was no technical agreement which the players and again read trevor bauer the players kind of lost out on a little bit for not coming to an agreement the the, the one thing they gained is the right to grieve but I, especially with what happened the past couple of weeks, I don't know how well that's going to suit them. I think they have an argument. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, that's basically uh, the trading deadline is going to be August 31st. 
And as of right now, nothing else. Like expanded playoffs, I don't know if that. I'm not sure if that's happening. You probably already answered this. Is it three divisions? So last, and again, I so that I don't think I've confirmed that detail. But last I read is it's three divisions, and you play everyone, right? So Braves, Yankees. Yeah, baby. we're now we're talking. Oh yeah, yes. Braves, Yankees. Oh yeah. So uh, gonna yeah, beat the you, shit out of the Orioles. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You, you better they might beat not sh- win a game. You better be. I said that. You better not beat the shit out of the Orioles and Marlins. Yeah. Right? The Orioles yeah. cannot wait to play the Marlins because they're like, we got a shot. <laughs> this is great. It's going to be their World Series. Yeah. You know who else can't wait for the Orioles to play the Marlins? Nobody. Nobody, <laughs> Nobody else. Those, those ratings are not going to be good. May, maybe Derek Jeter. Yeah. How does it work with the suspension? So is AJ Hinch and Cora playing or managing this year? Or? No. No, nah, does this count as their full season? Yes. Or is it so? It was a season, right? It wasn't X amount of games. Correct. This it's would a conspiracy. Have as season, even I if fucking didn't told play. you, Alex yeah. Cora figured out how to start the coronavirus <laughs> so he could get out of losing a full season. So same thing for like Mookie Betts. That trade is that's it. it you you get yeah. half a year of Mookie Betts and it's not half a year, a full year, a full sixty game year. It's a full yeah. sixty game season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. It's gonna suck for those guys that this is your year to to really hit it big, and no one's gonna be paying for any free agents. Yeah, but but this is gonna be the weird year too, because I I bet you there's gonna be some random team, especially if they do expanded playoffs. There's gonna be some random team that starts off hot and makes the playoffs, or there's gonna be guys oh, like yeah. uh, th- think of those no name guys who had just a huge April. There's gonna be a no name guy that's gonna get MVP votes. Just because he was really hot in oh, yeah. the beginning of right, I mean, right. You only have to be hot for two months, and uh, vice versa. It, you're gonna have a all star level player bat like two hundred. Oh, right? absolutely. What if Chris Davis comes out hot and hits like two eighty with like twenty dongs? Yeah, that'd be and awesome. The, I just want the, Chris Davis. The to Orioles do well. will win three games. So, nah. So last year, remember when Chris Davis started? I don't know how many games that he didn't have a hit. I think 157. <laughs> so I went to the Red Sox game that day, the day that he got that hit. And I'm sitting there, and I think a, there's probably a lot of people who did it, but I was like, watch, he's going to get a fucking hit. And, of course, he did. He, he roped an RBI double or something like that. <laughs> and you the Red Sox lost, like, 2 nothing. It was an awful game. You applaud that, man. <laughs> Give him a standing ovation yeah, for that. Yeah, absolutely. Good for him. Good for yeah. him. Wow. He's a big he, hoss, too. I was broke news. Sorry. Go ahead. You're broke talking about news. No, it's fine. It, it won't really. It's broke to us. But by the time folks listen to this, by the time yeah. our 12 fans listen to this, it's a solid minus that, the four of us, there are eight yeah. fans. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> none of us listen to Pat anyways. So I really I'm still don't I'm still excited know to find out most about of what he said. No, no, I don't even know how many games are playing. I just want to know if baseball is going to have a season or not. That's really what I've been. I just wanted to come back. I'm going to tell you right now, if they don't have an agreement, I am not going to be on this podcast anymore. Well, NBA is trying too, right? They're trying to quarantine everybody into Orlando, but yeah. they're already worried how many people are going to test positive because they have like four players here and a bunch of players there. And so I don't see, I don't see how a sport played that closely like that is going to be able to happen. I could see baseball a little bit. Yeah. They're not getting all up in each other's business, but. What they need to do is what you used to do with chicken pox. Stick them all in a room, have them all get it, and then let them play. 
I mean, I mean, it sounds stupid. Problems. But that's so. kind of our country's approach to this whole virus. Yeah, I think that's this been point, the, right? the policy. Yeah, but if you're going to have, I mean, you, you have the Lakers, have LeBron in the finals, he gets COVID, and then he's out for the entire finals. Would you not be better off to just stick him in a bubble for two weeks, have him all catch it? Stab him. Stab him with the COVID. Just give him the COVID. Give it to him. Right. Are the Utah Jazz the prohibitive favorites because Gobert and yeah. Mitchell have already developed the yeah. antibodies? Because of the inside track. I'm going to guess that Carl yeah. Anthony Towns would not be a fan of that approach. I don't even know how that is. He lost his mother to COVID. Oh. Oh, that's that right. right. He's the young I mean... phenom on the Minnesota. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. I'm just saying. <laughs> Thank you, David. Thank, thanks, Pepe, for that uh, analysis. <laughs> All right. All right, Donald, let's move on. Uh, let's go to the next. Yeah. When when Taco Falls not playing in the playoffs, you know. Then that's going to be bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Just All right. All right. I, I'll be proud I retract that. my statement. Thank you I very much. I retract my statement. Let's move on. Fucking A. I don't even know. That was just, that came out of nowhere. Pat, you didn't put that on the agenda. Yeah. I don't. Well, I. I, I, I yeah, of course I didn't put it on the agenda. It broke while the podcast if only we were live then we would be like hey yeah. we broke the news well this guy broke the news but then we <laughs> yeah. said it yeah jason sark broke the news all right did you guys hear pat i'm sure this is probably devastating to you but I'm very upset about this I-, I gotta tell you the undertaker's retiring how do you feel about this yeah i i learned when i read the show notes and i said <laughs> oh I know have, that name. Have you ever watched the, the Undertaker wrestle? Was he on WrestleMania that couple the times one I time? went to your house? Yes, yes, he was, and he won. Then, yes. then yes, I did. Because he's won oh, he almost won? every single time. He had I want street. each of you, I th- I want all of us to pay our respects and say one good thing. What one, one strong, fond memory of the Undertaker. One good thing. Pepe, you start. I mean, just one? You're talking about a yeah, guy. Yeah, just one. We, we, oh, we, listen, are you going to be Pat breaking down the, the no, MLB but draft, tough. or are you just going to offer... You're trying to, to have you guys can't kill me for nice that thing. when you're when you guys could, are like oh you're doing a really good job could pass I'll start one it nice off. thing about ronald acuna no i'll start no, it off God. he had so the many. best he had the best entrance in the history of wrestling no question about it the best the best i didn't give a shit about his wrestling because i just wanted to keep i wanted it to be like a 30 minute entrance it was so incredible in some wrestlemanias it was the music is perfect the, the lighting, lights just go out yeah and you don't know what's going to happen, and then, um, oh man, phenomenal. Oh, Doug, but, you got anything you want to contribute, or, or is it too much? At, at the risk of sounding like a total mouth breather, yeah, I actually do. <laughs> so, The Undertaker has a documentary out on WWE Network. I haven't seen that, but he's been making the podcast rounds. He's been doing interviews and stuff, and I listened to one that he did. I was really impressed with how dedicated he was to the character for the last thirty years. 30 years Holy right shit. so he didn't oh, he, yeah. yeah yeah he didn't he didn't go around and like you know make a mockery of his character like yeah he had like the yeah. whole american badass thing but he was still he still had elements of the undertaker in that character i just i just thought it kind of refreshing that he was just like yeah this is my character and i'm gonna do this for 30 years straight and he never did like interviews or anything until now because you know People have always wanted. Yeah, to he find embraced out that what whole character. Mark Calloway. You kind of have to. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you the the thing that I found somewhat surprising to me is he's incredibly good friends really? with Vince McMahon. 
and that's rare yeah that's like he never left the wwe even during the wcw wars the monday night wars he stayed loyal to the wwe and he and vince are they're pretty tight apparently according to him i was always he was you don't you don't usually find that with professional wrestlers they're usually like yeah Yeah. vince mcmahon's a dick he is (laughs) he is kind of a dick i was always fascinated by the fact yes undertaker's entrance was amazing how he was able to do what he did later on in his career. So when he was younger, he was always the big guy. You know, he was a lot, very, very strong. But that guy was jumping over the top rope when he was like 65. You know? Yeah, he's like, extremely athletic. Very athletic for a guy his age. And I've watched, I've watched probably every WrestleMania. And, and he, yes, he slowed down a little bit, but still unbelievable performer. Just unbelievable performer. He's had over 20 surgeries. He's had hips replaced. He's had back surgeries. Yeah. Oh, he's going to live in pain the rest just, of his life. And he's and he yeah. still wrestled all this yeah. time. That's through nuts. all of it. When he threw mankind through the, uh, remember that when he yeah. threw him through the the steel cage there, he had a broken foot Un- going. Undertaker into that had match. a broken foot. Oh my god! Yeah, he had a broken foot going into it. Wow. Yeah. yeah so he's up there climbing on top of the cage on a broken foot. Also, the cage wasn't supposed to break. Mankind wasn't supposed to go all the way. That match was that the one where he but... threw him off the side of it. Well, it was the one where yeah, he like he like chokes him. He's that... supposed to, you know, but he just went all the way down to the mat. Mankind's yeah. tooth ended yeah. up going I through think his before nose. Before that, that's the same match where yeah. he threw Mankind off the side. That wasn't in the script. That was not in the script. Yeah, and yes. he went into and the, the table or whatever, right? And then he yeah. Mankind gets up, and now we're talking about Mankind, but Mankind comes back and then climbs into climbs back up to the top of the cell and that's when Undertaker chokes him through it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Pat, yeah. your thoughts. Yeah. He wrestled hard. <laughs> Great analysis, Pat. I guys <laughs> if if he walks by me, I think I actually would know who he was. Fun fact a little bit guy. of trivia for you guys. Pat, you don't care. You can just say it. <laughs> okay. Alright. It's like when you talk about the Braves. We don't care. But we let you go because we're friends. Because we're good I friends. Think I, th- I truly think I like the Braves more than you guys like the Undertaker. I bet you half our fans are Braves fans. Probably. Probably found us. Yeah. Anyway. Well, Braves fans, I just want to let you know that Pat's about 20 years away from looking <laughs> like Paul Bear. 15. <laughs> 15? Oh, okay. Pat. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> did you? <laughs> did you guys know Paul Paul Bear was uh, okay. the Undertaker's manager? Oh, I oh oh just, god! Just for, uh, <laughs> you YouTube him? Yeah, he he looks like a fat messed up Hitler. Kinda. I mean, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. And that's, oh my <laughs> god! That's fair. Doug, <laughs> fuck you. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Uh, Dave, what's your fun fact? <laughs> All right, trivia. Okay. How many different ring names has Undertaker had in his career? Oh, hang on. Are we kind of like American Badass? I only know of two. Way up. F- way up. Ooh. I know there's Mean Mark Calloway, The Undertaker. Mean Mark Callis. Mean Mark Callis. That's the only other one I know. Callis. Oh, what? I don't yeah. know. There are seven more. No. He when he first entered the business, he was simply known as the Master of Pain. He then became Texas Red. 
then the Punisher, then Punisher Dice Morgan, then Commando, then Mean Mark Callis, and then Kane the Undertaker. Wow. That's right. Kane the Undertaker. I did know that one. Yep. Wow. Yep. He was given the first name to make it easier on announcers who just didn't really use it for his first few matches. Then WWF dropped Kane from his name and would eventually give it to his brother. Wait, they're not really brothers? What? Don't, Pat, cover yours. He hasn't watched yet. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, I'll, 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 yeah, done. Pat, you have 30 years of WWE to catch up on. Let yeah. us know what you think after you watch all that. In your, <laughs> in your, in your free time. Yeah, yeah okay. I'll, I'll tell you in 30 years. <laughs> I bet your kids would be into it. Probably. But that we watch Speaking of stuff. phenoms. Ronald Acuna? Uh, I was thinking about a documentary about Ken Griffey Jr. It's in the ballpark to an extent. I have I no knowledge either. of this. So what is tell this? me about it, Pat or Pepe. Pat, Pat wrote that. Um, MLB Network, I believe, did a documentary on Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. Have you watched it, Pat? No. I've only seen highlights of it, but I'm already intrigued by it. It already seems like it's going to be better than the 30 for 30 on McGuire and Sosa. So it's funny because I had a chance, I meant to record it, and I had a chance right before that, the 30 for 30 for McGuire and Sosa was on, and I almost watched that. But then they had the uh, 95 ALDS. Oh, you're not and I, that. I just, I had to watch that. I showed uh, Tyler and Jackson, Ken Griffey Jr., round and third like six or seven times. There was no person in the world happier than the than the day that he beat the Yankees. Than Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Let me ask you. Go ahead. Let me ask you a question. Do you think Ken Griffey Jr. is a top ten offensive player of all time? I'm, I'm gonna say no, just off the top of my head, not having any. Facts like you personally, to back it up. do you like Griffey is one of the best? No. This is obviously a loaded question. So, so you know what? I I actually think what you brought up. Which is weird because he still had such a great career. But what you brought up last episode about kind of being robbed, Ken Griffey was so good. If he could have stayed healthy, if he could have stayed healthy, we could be talking about the greatest player of all time. He was to an, he was at that trajectory to at least be in the conversation. I, I think I would take him outside the top ten, but I would not argue with anyone if they put him in the top ten. Because yeah. he had years where I, I think you can make that argument. He had... Yes. I agree with that assessment. He was, the, he was so fun. He had two... So if we got to, again, you, we use war as a barometer. Uh, what really dragged down his numbers near the end of his career is how bad his defense got. And that was obviously because he just didn't have the legs that he once did. It, he, yeah, and again, he was so he was fun to watch defensively. I loved watching. Yeah, but in his prime, he, he was a very prime, good yeah. defensive player. He yeah. hit ninety five and ninety six. He had back to back nine point seven and nine war seasons, which that I mean, that's very good. I I know. And then right after that, you know, he had an eight point four, and then he hovered around six and seven, and you know, overall strong player. This particular player's first season was a 10.1, followed by a 10.2, an 8.3, a 9.3, 9.7, 6.8, 9.8, 8.6. That's Mike Trout. Comes up right behind him. Even, so, anyway, all I was saying was Griffey is the one that got away. Griffey's the one yeah. Yeah. that I, it could have been as big a tra is probably the biggest tragedy, at least, for players that had, like you said, Pat, if he had 
played a full career healthy, we could be talking he'd be in the top five, probably. Kind of similar to uh, Mickey Mantle in that way. Not to bring it back to the Yankees, but I'm kind of – you had a guy that was one of the greatest players in the game and just injuries just destroyed him. His knees were a giant mess. You know, they, they kind of – you have two a healthy Ken Griffey Jr., a healthy Mickey Mantle. You have probably two of, if not the two best players of all time. And it just shows, shows how good they were because they still are in that top whatever. They're still very high up that list, just not top ten. Right. Here's where yeah. I drop another fun fact. I like dropping fun facts throughout this. I was wondering what that little... I, I, I like dropping tidbits. crushing our heads. Yes. Tidbits. Here's a tidbit. Did you know the average war of a baseball Hall of Famer for position players is 69? I did not know that, Dave. Thank did you, you know that Barry Bonds' career war was 111.4 before he took PEDs in the 2001 season? I actually read that a couple days ago. Thank you. He has 164.4 war so, for his entire I, career. And you fucks didn't put him on our team. Yeah. All of you. Bunch of Christian fucks. Yelich. What's Her- yeah, what, two opportunities. What's Harold Baines' They're both my war? Yeah, that definitely, that. <laughs> that definitely pulls the average down. It definitely pulls the average down. He's like a negative twelve war, but a nice guy that Harold Bay. He, you know what? He is. Uh, he was good to the fans. He's probably a gentleman. Was he? I think. I think you have a story about that. Oh man, crazy, right? So that was his age. Oh, what Harold year Baines, was that? My bad. Barry Bonds rattled off a twelve point five, a twelve point seven, a ten point two, and eleven point nine, with a negative defense. That's crazy. That's we 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 wanted strong defense on our fantasy team. That's why we didn't put Bonds. All right, I just. That's why we put Don Mattingly. <laughs> I, I saw Don Mattingly in that uh, game I watched. I think he played well. That yeah. series. His only his only playoff appearance. Don Mattingly. I, I know well. he struck out to end his career. Wait, one Looking. of those Yankees teams actually made right, the playoffs. You know what? You know what? <laughs> yeah, once one. Oh, you're they, right. I think Pat, they he only did, played one he? game. Yeah, that great mustache. All right, let's move on. I say it every time. Let's move. All right. On. I kind of just hijacked the whole Ken Griffey thing with Barry Bonds just because I'm still salty about you guys not putting him on the team, the greatest player of all time. Uh, real, real quick, since we're on baseball, Universal DH is going to happen in 2020, and it sounds like the yes. way the schedule is going to line up is every you're going to play everyone in your division ten times, and then in your in the right, so the NL East will play the AL East each team four times. So they're going to play your own division rival mm-hmm. 10 times and then the other division. They're still going to squish in interleague play. Yeah, it, well, they're thinking Is it a it's, geographical thing? Yeah, yes. Yep. Okay. So so sense. the AL East will play every team, uh, their other four teams 10 times, and then they'll play four times against the NL East teams. I have to ask you this. Huh. If the Braves win the World Series this year. Will that be as gratifying? Yep. Don't give a shit. Don't care. Asterisk. Don't care. Everyone else had the same. I, I, I'm like legitimately afraid the Braves are going to not make the playoffs. There's not a team. I don't care if you're the Yankees, Dodgers. There's not a team that you can guarantee in 60 games will make the playoffs. The Nationals had a below 500 record. They won the World Series. Right? It's definitely going to be a crapshoot. The even it's so hard because I always like to take the first two weeks out of Major League Baseball, right? If someone's having a bad couple starts, it's like okay, whatever. There's 60 games. It's not 
this is much more like I don't want to say NFL because obviously there's only 16 games, but you don't have a lot of time to suck. Um, in yeah. and we have a shortened spring training, and it, right, you're going to have to come out of the gate strong. But potential. Let me ask you this: Do teams take a different approach, knowing there's only 60 games? Like obviously. I, Workload management and stuff kind of changes. Yep. No, agreed. I I think you're going to see more, and that's why I said teams that can hit home runs, so instant offense, and more importantly, a strong bullpen. Because what you don't want to do is you, right, I mean, towards the end of the season, you can maybe rely on the starters, and they'll even be fresher. But you don't want to give up games nearly as easy when you're playing 162 and it's May 3rd and you go down four runs in the third inning, right, you can kind of let a starter eat it for a little while and give that game up. You don't necessarily want to give that game up anymore. So I, I agree. I do think it will be managed differently. But at the same time, in the first couple weeks, you, there's not much you can do. Pitchers are still not going to be at 100. Starting pitchers aren't going to be at 100%. Right? You don't want to get anyone injured. That's the other thing, too. You get someone that goes out for six to eight weeks, they're out for the season now, where normally they'd be coming back before the All-Star break. So it'll definitely be, again, it'll be interesting. It'll be fun just because at least we have baseball. And if the Braves don't make the playoffs, I'll be super disappointed, but I'll get it. And if the Braves win the World Series, I will make sure you guys remember that. You don't have to listen, but I'll make sure you hear it. That's good because exactly. no one listens That's to you now anyway. what you just oh, said. How bad do you want to go wake up your kids right now and just I dance around? I will praise on the World Series. Are I you feel just like get you're just hammered as soon as we get off here. the podcast. No, it, because you, you know why? Because we still got a month to go, and and COVID could get worse again. Right, second wave could come early. Blah blah blah. Right. I, I originally had this question for you when I was going to ask if if you were a kid, but now I start to think that. When you're watching the game, do you sit on the couch and pretend you're Bobby Cox? <laughs> do you like? Do you put the 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 that you throw the hat on, you throw the jersey on, you sit there like spikes. a grump, and your spikes? You get your spikes laced up, step on your kid's foot by accident, and then sit down, tell him to suck oh, it up, God. and then start watching the game. No, no, I do not do that. You're why are you a terrible father? Pat? Do you go? Do you yeah. go into? The... Do you go into the kitchen and hand Megan the lineup card? <laughs> I should though. No, you don't do that. <laughs> do you That's make Megan? Pre- do you rock back and forth like yes! Leo uh, Mazzoni? Yeah. I was like, do you make Megan pretend to be Leo Mazzoni? <laughs> no. Tyler, no, you're going to be chipper today. I know. I Get out there, explain, kid. I had to explain a couple days ago who he was. Bobby Cox. They, no, Chipper Jones. Oh. They, they both know. You got to have the Cox well. conversation. Tell your son about Cox. In, in due time. In due time. Just have the the father to son Cox conversation. I could keep going. Yeah, I know you can. <laughs> I think I think you should. <laughs> son, let me tell stuff. you about myself growing up, watching Cox, do Ooh. his thing. No one loved Cox no, like <laughs> your dad. Let me tell you, you watched a lot of Cox when growing up on TV. You loved every minute of it. Yeah. I used to stare at Cox all the time. <laughs> hey, you guys laugh all you want. There was when Cox better. got old. There was still, nothing better than Cox, Cox going out there and getting fired up with the umpire. Nothing better. 
Uh, but I know you're laughing for a different reason. Some angry okay. cocks. What are we laughing about? Just, yeah. We're just talking about one of the best managers of all so times. Angry. I don't know what you're talking about. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Loved me Apparently, some cocks when I was sure. younger. <laughs> Sometimes cocks would just wave it in the umpire's face. <laughs> wave what? So I went to a game at Fenway once, and they were playing Tampa Bay, and they had a player named Steve Cox. And he struck out. And, of course, the guy somewhat next to me stood up and just yelled, You suck, Cox. <laughs> and I laughed, and I laughed, and I laughed. Still and my funny. aunt just looked at me, and she goes, What the hell is so funny? The guy had the greatest moment of his life right there. I'm like, To a 12-year-old kid, that's the funniest that's thing the funniest I ever heard. Did he realize what he had said? Like, was that oh, yeah, totally intentional, or did he do it and then say, Oh, my God, that was by mistake, but that was amazing. No, I think it was. I think it was deliberate. I think yeah. he was waiting for he his opportunity that guy to get up out. and yell. Yeah. If Tom Hanks got in an argument with Bobby Cox, would he tell him that he looked like a little penis with a hat on? <laughs> well, I guess we'll never know. Or penises? Is it plural? It's plural, right? Is it peni? Cox. Stop it, Pat. Stop it. You're just way off the rails. This is desperation. Hey, in, in four weeks, we're gonna actually have sports to talk about. Well, sports that we like. Yeah. There are sports going on. We just don't like them. There's golf, right? Is there golf? It's like the most yeah, socially yeah. distant sport ever. Golf's back. Yeah. Golf. Golf's back. NASCAR, of yeah, course. Yeah, golf is back. And then um, MMA. MMA. I like MMA. Yep. MMA is fun. There was a lot of controversy with one of the the uh, corners of one of the fighters in the last uh, MMA match. Uh, it was the the actually it was the very first match of the UFC on Saturday. The fighter went back to his corner after the second round and told him, "I don't want to go back out." And they forced really? him to go back out. They wouldn't let it, they wouldn't let him throw the towel in. And I think Dana White is banning them because the fighter is allowed to decide if he wants to fight or not. And they're like, "No, you're a champion. Get back out there." And he's like, "No, I don't want to fight anymore." And he ended up talking to the referee, and the referee stopped the fight. Did he get hurt? No, because he like literally the the referee went over to him, asked him if he was okay. He said, "I don't want to fight anymore." And his corner was like, no, he's no. fine. He's fine. Oh, so it didn't continue. No, they the ended up stopping it right before, but uh, those guys are in a lot of trouble. Hey, guys, yeah, I got another fun right. fact for you. Did you know yes. the surname Cox is of English or Welsh origin and may have originated independently in several places in Great Britain, with the variations arriving at a standard spelling only later? And one possibility is that the version of the Old English Cock, C-O-C-C, which means the little... It was sometimes put after the name of a leader or chieftain as a term of endearment. Leader or chieftain. Wow. Braves. Huh. Cox. Look at it's that. All it's like it was meant to be. Coming together. Coming together. Those cock. No one could come together like a cock. Surnames such as that. Will Cox with an X, Will Cox with a CKS, and Will Cox with two L's are examples of this practice. All are composed of the name yeah. William and Cox. Which would mean little William, guys? Huh? Huh? What a fun! I could keep going, what? but I just that we was Wikipedia. New every day. Wikipedia was the credit for that one. Save, save some of these, David, for for the next. There's time. a lot more to explore yeah. with Cox. Dave's fun. Well, come come back to us next week. Good good. Oh yeah. Maybe next week. Tell us about Hancock. <laughs> that was a terrible movie, wasn't it? No, that was a that was a decent movie, right? Will Smith. Will Smith. Superhero, superhero one. one. Or he was a drunk yeah, superhero. Yeah. I liked it. Speaking of, 
What have you guys been watching for TV? Because there hasn't really been any sports on. Who's going first? Well, you know me. I've been obnoxious. Those aren't really good. I've been watched the entire. Yeah. That was that's that a was fantastic be my show. Answer, I can't wait it. for. season I have not four. finished season three yet. I blasted through season one and season two because they were so good. Season three, mm. I, I don't know if I Ozarked out, Ozarked myself out, or if I just, I don't know. I think I got, I'm through four episodes, and then I started watching Rick and Morty. Yeah, I took a little break because yeah. it's heavy. Like, if if you're watching that show night after night, it's kind of like I need a I need a break. Okay, that makes this. sense. This yeah, so it's intense. really intense. <laughs> it's like camping. It's yeah. just like camping. I, I'm like five, six episodes in on Ozark. It's really good. Still can't understand why there's a giant blue hue over everything. Everything in that entire show, it looks like it's I at dusk. It. It's at dusk. It's, it's dark all and gloomy. The time. It could be first thing yeah. in the morning. It's just a very yeah. dark and gloomy show. But the characters are really good. Jason really Bateman good. is so good in it. He's so good. His acting performance is just amazing. All the characters. Because it's nothing like you've ever it's nothing you've ever seen him do before. So yeah. it, it's really, really good. Pat? What are you watching? Just reruns of Braves games? I did try to watch one last week. Um, uh, <laughs> Do you now, like go uh, to your VHS collection and pull out one from no. like 94? MLB TV. I, 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 so I, I can't stop. Like I can't take a break when I'm watching a show. So we, we blew through Ozark a while ago. I really, really, really like The Last Kingdom. I finished that season already. I don't know, Walking Dead, we finished. We kind of, we actually, we're at the point literally where two days ago we kind of caught up, and now I don't know what to watch next. But baseball's coming. I feel like there's, we've talked about, because in the last episode, you're like, I haven't even seen Star Wars yet. So I watched Star Wars on Sunday night. All nine of them? No, no, no. I've seen the other eight. I was a little disappointed. Okay. I just it yeah. it was it's, yeah. Is this the last kinda... Skywalker, last Jedi? Which is the one? What was it called? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, it was just Skywalker, the last yeah. one ever, and it was fine. I've been First okay. Off, no disappointed not. for pretty much the last six movies. I think this is the first time I've ever been disappointed because I'm very not uh, disappointed. Easy, but, I just yeah. they're fine. They're all yeah, fine. I, I, I'm very easy to entertain. <laughs> so when it comes to shows and movies, like as long as it's even somewhat entertaining, I'm pretty into it. And I, right, I've liked Star Wars for a long time. So I've, and that's why I made that point is right. I usually watch Star Wars if I think the, the seventh one, The Force Awakens. I I saw that on opening day. So mm-hmm. for me not yeah. to watch it whatever it's been out like six months now it's kind of nuts and it just yeah it was kind of like all the other ones that's yeah it, that's, that's exactly it's like it okay after the ninth time you can change up a it little bit such a yeah. really cool story so original and i i just feel like it never it never changed enough for me i don't know it was like so many it was just kind of repeating the same thing so the the do you guys all see um the last jedi which was the eighth in the series. So yeah. Ryan Johnson, yeah, Ryan Johnson filmed that one, and that one was you either absolutely loved it or you hated it. And so many people hated it that when they did Rise of Skywalker, they made the safest movie mm. possible. That's exactly what it was. It was utter fan service for the entire movie. Huh. 
because so many people were so polarized by somebody coming in and doing something at least somewhat different to the to the series that they said, well, screw that. We can't do that. Give it to J.J. Abrams. He's going to make another another basic movie. It's fine. Of the 47 Star Wars movies that have been made, my absolute favorite scene of all time was when Yoda fought Dooku. When Yoda walks around, around the corner and then like that whole moment of like, holy shit, is Yoda going to fight? And then he pulls out the saber and he spins around like a little gnat. That was to, to this. I, I watched that scene like 10 times. That was so amazing. That's funny. It's the only thing I remember from that movie. <laughs> that's because most yeah. of that movie's not good. Yeah. Well, that's all I got today, guys. We broke news. Guys. We did break we broke news. news to, to no one. Maybe I'll turn this nobody. off and edit it right no now one. and post it so we can actually like break the news. Yeah. You're Pat, not. you did give credit to whoever tweeted that, right? That's where you got the news. Yeah, I actually, Jesus Jason Sir. Sark was uh, the one that did it, but I got it from Passin. Thanks, Passin. Wait, so we're getting a third yeah, hand? hand? Is this third Sorry. hand news? So now we just have broken uh, news. And then John Heyman just said opening date July 23rd or 24th, so it probably is going to be in September now. Because whatever Heyman says is not whatever true. Whatever Heyman says does not happen. No. There's always a secret yeah. team in oh, on Oh, but Passin said it's not, I believe it. Uh, and then uh, spring training, it sounds like, uh, are going to be at home ballparks. I don't know. I never watched spring training, so it doesn't matter to me. Pat, you got to get a schedule so that we can pick which games we want to go to. Uh, I'm going to be me. the stuffed yeah. hippopotamus in row three. Yeah, exactly. That's the only thing that sucks. <laughs> that w- <sighs> it would be awesome if they would let a small number of fans in. But then you know how much those tickets would be. It'd be ridiculous. Not to the Marlins. No, it's the only good thing for the Marlins. It'd be the same. Like they'd be the, the, the Marlins. They won't notice the difference. You could probably walk up to the park at the day of the game and still get tickets at the at the window. Hundred percent. And then you'd be sitting there and be like, "At least we're not at the Orioles game, right, guys?" <laughs> oh, sorry, Orioles fans. We I will say that are... the Mar the Marlins are a much better team than the Orioles this year. Absolutely. That's not saying much, but. Marlins have forever churned out good players. They just never retain them. Or they give them colossal contracts that they should never have given out. So so the Marlins are still probably a year or two, actually, with the uh, minor league baseball season now, away from kind of getting a lot of their major prospects up. But they did sign a decent amount of like solid veterans, like Corey Dickerson. They should have a at least somewhat decent team. By somewhat decent, I mean. Well, Pat, place, I so. expect a weekly analysis on your part of how the baseball scene is going because I probably won't watch any of it. I'm in. <laughs> Hear that here, folks. You can count on Pat to talk about baseball and me not listen. And, and none of us listen to it. I'm in. Somebody's out there is listening to you, Pat. D- Doug will ask me a question every once in a while. Good. Doug's a good friend. He's a way better friend than me and Pepe. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Who? Who are you? How, how many games are they playing? Are, are you still talking, guys? We've been going down a dark path these past few episodes. I think we yes. just close it out here. Let's not get into. I we're making it through the episode without hearing the phone sex voice. I think that's a bonus. I think that's a win. Go ahead, Pepe. Just do it once. All right. No, I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna be. Follow your, your us monkey. on Twitter at Ma Sports Pod. 
or email us at middleagedagedsports at gmail.com. And uh, that's all I got this week. That's all we got from all of us. Have a good night. To all of you. you. That was a terrible exit, but we'll leave it. (laughs) And I'll leave this too. Good night, everybody. (laughs)